Welcome to the Mindful Rancher podcast. I'm your host, Christina Williams. This is a podcast where I combine the world of agriculture and the ideas of life coaching. So if you're looking to up-level your agriculture career or simply want to find a way to enjoy this beautiful industry more, then saddle up. Let's make this happen together. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 53. So today I wanted to talk to you about judgment. We all do it. We often think our judgments are simply stating the way the world is. We often will fight for our judgments to be right, no matter how painful they may be. And I get that making judgments feels like it is necessary. And maybe it is. But sometimes I think we take our judgments all too seriously. You know, I've been thinking a lot about this topic and mostly about how much we judge ourselves. Now, I recently attended a paint night. All by myself, walked into a room of women I did not know. Most of the women who came to that paint night came with friends or sat with friends and built their tables from people they knew well. As I plunked down into an empty table, The very first question that a table beside me asked was, do you have someone joining you? Nope. I almost felt a little judged for having the courage to show up alone. And then as someone came and joined my table, I asked, oh, do you guys want to sit together? And the comment was like, no, she'll judge my painting. So it's better for me to sit on the other side of the table from her. Interesting. And then the painting started. First, we just painted circles. And it was so interesting that something so simple, the comments started that soon. Some people's circles were too fat. Some were not circular enough. Some were too small. Then we painted those circles into snowmen. Some of the snowmen were too blue. Some were too dark. Some were not dark enough. Some didn't have enough paint. Some had too much paint. It was like no one ever believed that their snowman was good. And everyone believed that other people's snowmen were better than theirs. Then we painted a star. It was so interesting. Mine was too small and that I should really fix that was the comment made to me. Others felt that they needed their star to be just like the instructors. Some felt that their stars were way too big. Then we went on to paint a tree. Some trees were categorized as pregnant. Some had too much snow on them. Some were too dark green. Some were too light green. Some didn't have enough branches. It was just once again so interesting. From the snowman to the star to the tree, nothing was ever just really cool or unique or interesting. No one saw beauty in what they created. All they saw was what they had done wrong. And this was so fascinating to sit in a room of people and just listen. Now, my friends, everyone came to that night to paint. Everyone paid to paint this particular painting. Everyone made a conscious choice that they put money behind to be there. And all they did was criticize what they had paid to do. Everyone had a negative comment about their own painting or about someone else's. And then it was so interesting to listen to their comments of, well, maybe mine's good enough to hang in the barn. Maybe I'll put mine deep in the basement or in the cellar. 
and some of those paintings even got the destiny of the woodpile. And if you listen to the judgment since the very beginning, it all made sense. Now, some blame their judgment on their perfectionism, their OCD. Others wanted their painting to be just like the instructors. But I think what we all missed was the beauty of what the paintings were. Each painting was completely unique. Each painter, a different skill level. Each painting, a new creation. Each painter, a creator. Now, I found this experience particularly interesting because I had come into it with a very different intention. And maybe it was a very arrogant intention, but it was just very interesting how I had seen the paint night on an ad. I loved the picture of the painting. I thought it would make a beautiful gift. And for some reason, I just had this full belief that that instructor could guide this beginner painter into how to create it. I'm like, well, it can't be that hard. That was the complete thought I had come into this with. And as I listened to everyone judge and say how hard it was to do this painting, I was almost a little bit confused. All of the judgments, all of the instructions to one another about how much we should change were just so interesting because none of us really have much skill in painting. So none of us really knew what to advise one another to do. And everything that we created, we were often judging it at such an early stage of the painting that you really didn't know what you could create. Like take my little star, for example, that I was told to make bigger. I actually just ended up waiting and seeing. And based on just the way I shaped my tree and the way my little snowman came into it, the star was the perfect size for what my painting ended up being. But my star was also much smaller than everyone else's. So it's just neat how we will do this where we will judge things because we actually want to feel like we're belonging. We're like, well, if everyone is just like me, then my painting isn't that bad. And so we want everyone to conform in such an interesting way. And we don't need everyone to conform to love what we do. And I think the first part of that is we have to remember that our judgments are not facts. They are simply judgments. Loving your painting wasn't a matter of skill. It's a matter of choice. And I remember when I used to believe that that wasn't true. Like I believed you had to be a good painter to love your painting. And I used to believe that my judgments were truth. And sometimes I still have to shake my brain out of believing that my judgments are truth. And I used to believe that when you went into a class like that, that your painting had to be exactly like the instructor's to be beautiful. But none of those things are true. And probably one of the pivotal moments for me for learning this concept was a story told by a coach about pictures of themselves. And they were telling about how they used to hate pictures of themselves. And maybe this will resonate with some of you. But you know how you'll watch people, like ask someone to take a picture of them in a group. You know, you all line up and you have a stranger take a picture of you. And then there's that one person that runs out of the group and grabs the phone from the person that took it and goes through it and like zooms in on everyone's faces and is like, oh my goodness, your eyes are shut. And oh my goodness, look at your double chin. And oh, you needed to like stand differently. And then they shove the phone back at the person that took the photos of them who already took 10 photos of you and makes them take it over and over and over again and every time they do this and it's every time they're always judging and usually the face that they zoom in the most is their own face and that they just hate 
every picture of themselves. This is what this coach was talking about. And the coach said, one day, I just decided that I was going to love every picture of me. So when I had a stranger take a photo of me, I just thanked them and said the picture was amazing because I decided ahead of time that I loved me so much that I loved every photo of me and I couldn't take a bad photo. They no longer needed to zoom in on their face and check. They no longer needed a million retakes. They just decided to love themselves no matter what. They decided the photo was great. They decided that no matter what it showed, it showed them as a whole human and they didn't need to be a perfect human. They decided ahead of time what their judgment of their own photo was going to be. And this is just so similar to my story is that when I went into that paint class, like I had already decided that painting was going to be beautiful. It was going to be nice enough that I could give it away as a gift and I had a plan for it. And I decided that the instructor was going to be able to guide me through and help me to paint whatever I needed to paint. And it was so interesting because in the painting process, at one point I'd had my tree and I was like, "Mm, just like, what do I need? And the paint instructor who has so much more painting training than I do, they're like, oh, you just need to make your branches longer. Try making your branches longer and it will, you know, shift how this looks. And so I did that. And then I was like, oh, that was the piece that I was missing. And That's the thing is like people can give us instruction and be like, oh, if you just make this slight shift, you can change the look of it completely. But we can also decide that we're going to love what we create before we ever created it. We can decide we love our creations. We can decide that we look great. We can decide that others do amazing work. We can decide that our star is the perfect size. And the truth with this is, is just judgment is a decision and judgment is a choice. So I want to encourage you to decide ahead of time to love you, all of you, and decide ahead of time to love others, all of them. We can decide ahead of time what our judgments are going to be. And so when we walk into a room where we've already decided that we're going to love us and we're going to love what we do, and we hear everyone else hating on us, us and hating on themselves, we're going to be confused. So take this challenge, decide ahead of time to love you, decide ahead of time to love others, decide ahead of time what your judgments are going to be. It will be fun. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening, my friends. If you enjoy this episode, please leave me a rating and review wherever you get podcasts. And stay tuned for more weekly episodes and coaching offers and opportunities.